We are overcoming the imbalance in our approach to our jobs and careers that often leads to family neglect and disconnect. We are growing in our intentionality of effectively loving, serving, and building a lifetime of heartfelt connection with our wife and kids. I'm taking them with me. We are becoming that incredibly loving husband and superhero dad. I'm taking them with me. We will be that man of whom people will say his family is his greatest legacy. Well, brother, it's time to intensify passion and affair-proof our marriage. In this episode, I'd love to share with you some ideas and principles that Jesus has encouraged me to implement into my marriage that have been very instrumental in helping me to have a wonderfully passionate relationship with my wife. Now I want to start with an idea that I left off with in the last episode where I shared the idea about gazing on your wife with intense passion. You know, lusting after her, fully embracing with your eyes her figure, her body, and using your imagination to thoroughly enjoy your wife in intimacies. And I believe it's going to be very helpful and beneficial to you as it definitely has been for me. Now the thing that's very frustrating to me is when it comes to talking about sexual issues as Christian men, way too often we become very uncomfortable with it and tend to want to avoid this conversation. And I believe that has been one of the big problems in the church. We don't talk about sexuality or sexual issues in a healthy and biblical way, and so guys are pretty much left to fend for themselves. And the fact that we're bombarded continuously with so many negative sexual images ideas and philosophies, it's no wonder that men are struggling so much to stay pure and have a healthy marriage. This is definitely not a fix-all for your marriage. In other words, there's a whole lot more that needs to be happening in your relationship than just this, if you're going to have a long-lasting and passionate marriage. Because it's not all just about lusting after your wife and then you expect her to, to jump all over you and everything be be peachy and all that kind of stuff. There's a whole lot more of the things that need to happen. And we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about principles and ideas and things that I believe as you implement them in your marriage, if you're not already, but there are things that we need to be doing. And as, as we do them, it will build, it will help us to build a long lasting and passionate marriage. But I want to share with you three reasons why this has been very helpful for me. The first thing is, is we get to do something positive instead of just focusing on the negative. In other words, let's work with our design to strengthen our bond with our wives and less time trying to avoid the wrong stuff. And what I mean by that is we as men, we know that we are very visually oriented. And matter of fact, our challenge is with most, if not all of us guys, is we can get in trouble with our eyes, looking on women, looking on images, looking at pornography and that kind of thing. Because we know that we are designed to, um, we use our eyes. Our eyes are a very big part of our makeup. Now, and we can talk about, don't do this, don't look at that. We shouldn't be looking at these things. And that's true, we shouldn't be. But what is it that we can do? My daughter as a puppy, and she likes to chew stuff up. She likes to grab a hold of something and chew it up. But one thing we've learned and we've been doing to her, and it's been very effective, is we don't just take away, if she grabs a hold of something that she's not supposed to, supposed to be chewing, we don't just take it away from her and say, no, no, don't do that bad puppy. Now that's what we used to do until we were encouraged that you can't just take away what you don't want her to have, but you need to substitute that with something that you do want her to have. In other words, if she's chewing on a shoe, take the shoe and give her a toy 
and say, there you go, good girl. And this has definitely worked. In other words, it's positive reinforcement. We want her to know that it's okay to be chewing on stuff because that's what dogs do, but she needs to be chewing on the right stuff. And I kind of think it's the same thing with us guys. I think so often we're so focused on, I can't look, I can't look, I can't look, I can't look. And then we get so frustrated and it's hard. And then it, it becomes, sometimes it can be impossible, especially because we're so visually stimulated. Let's take that strength or that, that design of ours and use it as a strength. In other words, because we're so sexually oriented and you and I, you know just as well as I do that we can look at an image or video or whatever and we can play that thing over and over and over and over in our heads, even if it's been days, weeks, or months since we've seen that image. Well, how about we not use that on our wives and we get a, a good look at her, focusing on her image, and, and using our imagination and daydreaming with our wives. And then when she's not around, we get to focus and we get to recall that image over and over and over. And this brings me to the second point. Me having an image of my wife in my mind, it gives me a powerful weapon to combat the images that I encounter on a regular basis. Instead of not lusting after other women, I can counter that temptation with something positive. In other words, if, if I'm having a hard time not looking at women, at a store or jogging on the side of the road or, or whatever, then what I'm doing and I'm learning to do more and more and more is I will pull up the image of my wife and I'll play her image in my brain over and over in my time with her and intimacy with her. Then what happens is I'm thinking on my wife and I'm not thinking on these other women. As you do this over and over and over, you're retraining yourself how to think in those situations. So it's not enough just to not look at certain images or women, but it's, I believe it's even more powerful when you're looking at a different image and that being your wife. And the third thing is, is I have a favorable image concerning my wife that I get to imagine and meditate on. And it causes me to get excited about the next time that I get to be with her intimately. The more I think about and I daydream about my wife, and I, I tend to do this a lot, I will daydream about her, I'll think about her, because sometimes it's hard not to think about sex, especially when you're just fired up and, and ready to go. And so I just think about her over and over and over and throughout the day. And then, and I tell her, I said, man, I sure been thinking about you a lot. And it's just been very helpful. Now, you know, you may be thinking, well, that may be good for you, brother, but what if my wife has put on some extra pounds? What if she's not that, that slim, small, sexual little thing that, that she was when we were first, when we were younger and we were first married? That is an excellent question. And to give it the time that it deserves, we'll talk about that in our next episode. Father, I thank you for my brother. I thank you for what you're doing in both of our lives and both of our marriages. I speak grace, peace, encouragement over him. And Father, I thank you that you give us grace to love our wives the way you love us. And I just thank you, Father, for ideas. I thank you for strategies. I thank you for encouragements. I thank you for wisdom that give us ideas to how we can practically not only say to our wives who love them, but we can show them how much we love them. And I thank you that our marriages are changing. They're getting stronger and we're changing. We're becoming more like you. And Father, we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Well, my brother, God bless you and have an amazing day.